she's alive. Alive! up you guys hello welcome to a very special crossover edition Ooh. of are you afraid of this ghoul gang yay a combination of jen's podcast are you afraid of this podcast and us the ghoul gang yay <laughs> hi thanks for doing this with me i'm excited i'm excited too so what jen's podcast is all about is they talk about their fears yeah just Which- each week we pick a different thing that we're scared of. It's very broad and spooky and all over the place. It also kind of sounds like therapeutic. It's very therapeutic. Like, I'm scared of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, for a lead-in question. Oh, yeah. I was going to think of one. Mm. And I didn't. I thought of something that's not necessarily spooky, but someone brought this up to me the other day. Sure. And it's this theory that everyone in the world has a superpower, but most people's superpowers are really stupid. Mm. Like, mine for a really long time was I could tell someone's shoe size. Like, exactly. No way. Yeah. Which is so dumb, but I was, like, rarely wrong about it. Oh, my gosh. What about mine? Do you have to be looking at my feet? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm scared now. See, now I put you... You have tiny feet. I do. You have, like, five and a half? No. Six. I was going to say six. Half size off. That's pretty close. (laughs) That's really close. Um, holy, I know, head. I have tiny feet. So tiny. if you had a really dumb superpower, what would your superpower be? Ah. I know, that's tough. It's song lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, I could just, like, listen to a song once or twice and know all the words. Yeah, that's really impressive. Yeah, I was actually in my car today, and I was driving back from Target, where it's pretty much the only place I go. I hear that. And... Uh, Clint Eastwood by Gorillaz came on, oh, yeah. and I knew every single word still. <laughs> and that was like sixth grade. Yeah, that's amazing. I was pretty proud of that. God, was that? I'm, I'm older than maybe you. It's 2000. Uh, no, maybe it's 2000. Yeah, I guess I I, I was in because I was definitely in junior high. Crazy. Um. Well, yeah. Let me see. Get a little. Got a little Gilmore Girls going on there? Yeah. <laughs> I saw um, it. So, as we all know, I'm deep in a Gilmore Girls hole. Mm-hmm. I'm on season six, and Jen, Gilmore Girls super fan. Big time. Probably one of my all-time favorite TV shows in the whole world. So, I was very excited to hear you were watching it. I know. I, yeah. It's, I can't get enough. I literally planned my day around it this morning. Yes. Like, uh... My husband, Chris, was like, uh, aren't you going to, like, get going? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to finish this episode, shower, start another episode while I'm blow-drying my hair. And, like, <laughs> and he was like, why can't you just go? Like, yeah, and I was like, part of the no, ready. I, have to, <laughs> I have to have it on now. It's like my friend. It's part of the routine. So, let's jump in. Let's do it. Do you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. All right, I'm going. I hate um, going first. Well, so I wanted every week... I talk about something I'm scared of. It can run the gamut. I've done a lot of different things so far. And I wanted it to tie into the ghoul gang a little bit more. So I picked something a little paranormally that terrifies me. And that um, 
is Skinwalkers. <gasps> awesome. Do you know anything about Skinwalkers? Only what I've seen on True Blood. Hey. <laughs> um, I. Oh wait, you have you watched it? Oh yeah. Wait, the he, yeah. The fly and he no. explodes. Oh no. my god. No, best. No, no, no. Probably one of the best scenes of that show. Oh yeah, I loved I've that. Scream. Yeah, it's what I think about that a lot. <laughs> no, it started with me. I don't remember. I think I fell into like a Reddit black hole one day Mm -hmm. of people telling their stories about skinwalkers and I had nightmares, like literal nightmares about it. Reddit black holes are no joke. Yeah, it was awful. (laughs) And I have some of those in here. But um, to start off, uh, skinwalkers are from Navajo Indian culture. Okay. Um, A skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. Ooh, so they're always harmful? Yes. Um, Because there's different types of... I, I don't, I don't want to say witches necessarily. Bruh. Yeah, they have they have healers. They have people that like have to learn all of these things. And then once people learn this type of magic, some people take it into a dark direction. And those sure. people can become skinwalkers. Oh, okay, got it. I'm gonna, Semantics. I'm going to butcher this, but in Navajo language, they are referred to as Yi Naldelushi. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah <laughs> as good as that's getting. Uh, and it translates to, by means of it, it goes on all fours. Um, The legend of the Skinwalker is not very well understood outside of Navajo culture, mostly due to their reluctance to discuss the subject with outsiders. Um, Because they don't want to confirm. Yeah, they just don't want people to know about their stuff. I have a Mm -hmm. quote from um, someone with a Navajo background, uh, Dr. Adrienne Keene. She kind of put it as, we as Native people are now opened up to a barrage of questions about our beliefs and traditions, but these are not things that need to be or should be discussed by outsiders at all. I'm sorry if that seems unfair, but that's just how our culture survives. Dang. Which makes sense. You know, you want to keep some things private, and especially when it's something like this that people want to put on true blood or... Right. Um... Navajo witches, including skinwalkers, represent the antithesis of Navajo cultural values. What are my favorite words? I know, I love that one too. Uh, community healers and cultural workers are known as medicine men or women, and those are good, but witches are seen as evil, and they perform twisted ceremonies, and they manipulate magic in a perversion of the good works that medicine people traditionally perform. In order to practice their good wor- uh, works, traditional healers learn about both good and evil magic, to be able to balance and like kind of figure things out. And most people can handle this type of responsibility and knowledge, but some people become corrupt and become evil. Well, yeah. Then they become witches. There's just some bad eggs out there. Exactly. Um, animals associated with witchcraft usually include tricksters such as the coyote, but can include other creatures, um, usually those associated with death or bad omens. They might Ooh. also possess living animals or people and walk around in their bodies just by locking eyes with them. That scares me so bad. <laughs> Look. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Grace's my cat. cat is staring deep into my eyes and is clearly trying to possess my soul right now. And he's mean. Oh, my God. He was. I felt I just, that. Oh I just, I was like, Jen, Jen. Oh, oh I like got a hot flash. Oh, boy. Look at that. He's, he's working on it. He is. He's going to. Yeah. You're going to start acting real weird in just a second. I'm going to start rubbing my face all over people's backpack straps. Like That's, your he's does. into it. Yeah. He's into it. It's very cute. <laughs> um, skinwalkers. Uh, the stories are usually told from a very young age to Navajo children, as it is a part of their culture. Um, they tend to be tales of struggle and battle and often Navajo victory stories. 
Um, Non-native interpretations of skinwalker stories typically take form in the partial encounter of stories on the road where the protagonist is temporarily vulnerable but then escapes from the skinwalker. Sometimes Navajo children take the Euro-derived folk stories and substitute skinwalkers for generic killers like the hook. Oh! So in a lot of, like, Navajo reservations, they take these, like, okay. urban legends, and then the killer like, is a skinwalker. Instead of which I thought was very a cute. man with a hook. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I um, get it. It's some adaptation. Yeah. So a lot of people who are not part of Navajo culture, um, skinwalkers are generally only seen on Navajo land, and so a lot of people's stories come from them driving through or entering that area, even just partially, and then seeing something, or they have family members that are from that area. <laughs> Navajo land is in Utah, New Mexico, Arizona. and Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Um, Got it. So a lot of the times people are driving through areas or nearby. Um, That's what I picture. Yeah. Like, Because those are the deserts. stories we hear. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I wrote down two of my favorite Reddit encounters in one of their threads for Yay! Skinwalker stories. This is the first one that I, it gave me a nightmare. I can't wait. Um, so this is written from one friend on behalf of another friend. Uh, he wrote that he was leaving the area one morning. He had been camping a couple days and said that there was a coyote that always seemed to be close by, like in his peripheral vision, but never quite overt. He loaded up his truck and started to drive down the washout to the fire road. At the end of the wash, I don't know what it I don't is. either. <laughs> Drove down a road to another road in the desert. Um, at the end of the road, he could see the coyote was following him. When he pulled onto the road, the coyote suddenly began to run next to him. He was freaked out, so he sped up. He said he was going 35, and then faster, and then faster, and the coyote was running along beside him, keeping speed with the truck. What? When he looked back, he said, when he looked over to the side, the coyote suddenly began running on two legs. And um, Patrick said it, keeping track with the car, looking in the car, he looked back at the road, he looks back over again, and suddenly it looks like a man running on two legs wearing buckskin pants. Nope. And then he turns back, goes back again, sees a full person wearing coyote fur, keeping pace with his truck while staring inside the window. Ah! And so he's like speeding down the road while this thing is staring at him and keeping pace with his car. And he said when he like turned back to the road and turned again, the thing just disappeared. Something about the idea of it keeping pace and just staring into your car. Yeah, not even... Oh, it's horrifying to me. Yes. Um, Sorry, my gurgle. It was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Now that everyone knows about it, we kind of get on (laughs) Um, Second story that I wrote down. Uh, My uncle and cousin saw a large deer on the side of the road. When they got closer, it hopped over the fence like a bipedal man. Uh, One time when driving back from Gallup, my dad saw an old Navajo woman walking down the side of the road. When he slowed to offer a ride, she took off into the plains quickly and with inhumane speed. Once when I was a kid, my family was at my aunt's house, which is in the rural secluded area, and we were toyed with by a few entities. They would make animal noises, and when we looked into the direction where the noises were coming from, they would flash a light on and off. The noises Mm. would come from all directions in increasingly shorter successions. Usually, when I'm on the reservation visiting, alone at night, I will feel the presence of evil and dread. Panic and paranoia will wash over me, and suddenly, it will leave. Oh my gosh. These are just... I feel like it's such a different world that we don't know about. I know a lot of terrible, obviously terrible things have happened to Native people. And especially having so much ripped away from you, I think... It would make sense to want to keep things sacred and private and not have them thrown out into the masses. Right. Skinwalkers is my general fear, 
And then the spooky part of Skinwalkers that I'm going to talk about is a place in Ballard, Utah called the Skinwalker Ranch. I've heard of it. I was going to ask you. Is it a movie? Oh, they did make a movie about it not that long ago. I haven't watched it yet because it looks really bad. Stupid. Yeah. I feel like it was one of those deep. Do you movies? Yeah. It was a found footage, which made me almost watch it. Oh. Maybe I'll watch it after this. But um, the Skinwalker Ranch is um, considered to be one of the most haunted places in the entire world. And it's in Ballard, Utah. Yes. Okay. There's tales of monsters, spaceships, <laughs> ghosts, hauntings, crop circles, giant sea creatures like you name it sea creatures it's happening isn't it there. a desert yeah there's like a pond where they've seen some messed up stuff it's the craziest thing uh native americans in the area believe that the ranch is plagued by skinwalkers there was a reporter named junior hicks who had cataloged a number of paranormal events in the area was quoted saying um the utes which is the tribe that lives nearby thinks that um skinwalkers are powerful spirits that are here because of a curse that was put on them generations ago by the navajos the center of the whole legend is the ranch. The Utes say the ranch is the path of the skinwalker. Tribe members are strictly forbidden from setting foot anywhere onto the property. It's been that way for a long time. Hmm. Um, others claim to have seen UFOs, crop circles, unexplained lights, all sorts of things. Uh, in 1994, the skinwalker ranch became well known when Terry and Gwen Sherman, which are pseudonyms for the family, they oh, chose okay. to keep their names private, um, and their children, they purchased the property only to be driven from the home after two years. Oh my God, they of, bought it? Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, two Did years later. Did anyone warn them? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, they got a deal on it, I'm guessing. But yeah, they lived there for only two years before a series of increasingly terrifying paranormal events drove them from the property. Yeah, shit. When the family moved in, they found deadbolts on the doors and windows that puzzled them. Some of the doors and windows had deadbolts on both inside and outside. That's fine. Yeah. They also found large chains outside that looked like they may be for the purpose of restraining heavy animals. Um, Over the next years, the family reported several strange incidents, including animal mutilation, um, animal disappearances, UFO sightings, and a bunch of other stuff. What was that movie? Oh, my God. Was it The Last Exorcist or The Last Exorcist? It's another found footage movie that I can't believe we didn't talk about. Um, Mm. Shit. We'll have to look it up. Yeah. But it's about a pastor who is losing his faith and he goes... Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. It was good. Yeah, I remember... I'm trying to remember if that was the one I saw in the theater, if I'm getting that mixed up with another one. I'm assuming not. You probably saw it in theaters. I probably did. <laughs> but if you don't know, Jen's our resident theater goer. I you know, see everything in the theater. <laughs> um, speaking of, just a heads up, I went to go see The Nun. Oh yeah, how was it? I left. You left? Remember, I told we were supposed to record the night before, yeah. and I was feeling like shit, oh, yeah, and yeah. I like puked a couple random times. Me too. Yeah, I know. So That's weird. why I asked you, I was like, did you puke? I and, and and Ellie had puked, and none of us had been hanging out. At all, so, yeah, like, which is so strange that there, we were all sick. It must have been some weird bug, but I had these promo tickets, and so I went, mm-hmm. of course, I had to go, they were free. Yeah. And I left within, like, 15 minutes, because oh, no. I was literally sitting there, and I was either going to fall asleep or throw up, and I was like, I shouldn't be in the I can't theater. do this. So I ha- Ellie and I are going to go sometime this week, and then... Maybe do a review episode on it. I don't know. Depends yeah. on how good it is. I've been hearing mixed, mixed things. things. So have I. As one does. I still want to see it. Obviously. Um, 
Sorry. Oh, no, you're I got too weird, because uh, you said animal mutilation, which brought me to that exorcist movie, because that, mm-hmm. that's what the started theater, happening. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I follow you. Yeah. Um, some Skinwalker conspiracies suggest the government made contact with extraterrestrials and were covering everything up. Other theories assert that the ranch is home to a portal similar to the Hellmouth from Buffy, which allows Buffy. interdimensional travel. Fuck this is my favorite Buffy. theory. Because if you think, like, I'm going to read all these crazy things that have happened there, and all these things that are, like, popping up, it sounds like a Hellmouth to me. Yeah. And I love that. Yes. Which I'm also scared of. It's been of. a hot minute. Oh, yeah. Buffy. I know. Are you a movie Buffy or a series Buffy? Um, I love... I love the Buffy series. Love, love, love it. But I have been watching the Buffy movie since I was little. Same. Yes. Buffy movie all, all the way. Yeah. It's always been my favorite. I've seen it a bazillion times. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. So that, that's got my heart. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Buffy movie <laughs> all the way. Uh, one of the most horrifying things that have happened at Skinwalker Ranch involves the mutilation of the cows that have lived there. <clears throat> this part is... Ugh. Over the two years, the Shermans lost over 20% of their cattle to different types of mutilation. Holy Toledo. The mutilations were often bizarre. Um, one cow had absolutely no sign of injury, not even bleeding, other than a hole that was bored directly through its eye and out the back of its head. Other cows were found sliced up in, like, slices, with their organs or other body parts carefully removed and no blood anywhere in sight. That's... They say that's the thing, is the blood being mm-hmm. missing. It's like a big extraterrestrial thing. Yeah. Yeah, these things are like, it's like someone who's dissecting them to figure them out. Right. Um, and there was absolutely no blood. Um, a number of other cows, as well as six cats, uh, vanished without a trace. Mm-hmm. Um, ranch dogs were often very fearful of an unknown presence and scared to walk around outside. Well, because dogs are smarter than mm-hmm. cats. Dogs sorry. are so smart. Sorry. It's true. Sorry, not sorry. Where's your cat? <laughs> Although my cat's smarter than my dog. <laughs> I'll make an exception here. Scout's like a really dumb, I love you. Yeah. I love you so much. That's so accurate. And Bodie's like, I don't know about you. He's like an evil genius. Yeah, that's great. That's perfect. <laughs> um, in one instance, the Shermans returned home to find four giant bulls packed tightly together in a small trailer. When discovered, the bulls snapped out of what appeared to be a trance and became very, very upset. No one could figure out how the four bulls ended up crammed together in this small trailer, which was locked. And it was um, small enough that getting just one bull in proved difficult for the ranchers, let alone four of them side by side, locked in there. I feel like bulls are kept away from each other because they're aggressive. Yes. And they were in, like, there was no room. Like, in front of them, behind them, they were, like, sausaged in there. So, like, to get them to even go that way would be nearly impossible. That's crazy. Oh. Unless you had alien mind power. Exactly. Um, I wrote sad on this one because this is my least favorite one, but I have to tell it. Sad. Uh, One night, the Sherman family spotted blue orbs on the property. Um, The father set three dogs out onto the orbs, which ducked away from them each time that they approached and led the animals further and further away from the ranch. Oh my god, get your dogs back! Once out of sight of the ranch, the rancher heard the dogs yelp, but did not pursue them out of fear. In the morning, the rancher went to investigate and found three circles of burnt grass with goo in the middle. You're the asshole. Yeah. Rancher. Also, can you imagine... Just seeing these three perfect circles with, like, piles of goo in them and knowing those are your dog. It's very Men in Black. It is very Men in Black. 
That one made me sad. Oh, I was looking at your looking dog. At my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Scout's just sleeping peacefully on the ground. Sweet baby angel. I'm imagining her as a pile as of a goo. Pile of goo <laughs> with a red bandana. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> Oh, man. Throughout the time there, members of the family claimed to see large wolves and other huge canine beasts. Uh, the Sherman family reported seeing a beast that looked similar to a hyena on steroids. What? And the Sherman saw the creature attacking one of his horses, but as he approached it, it disappeared, leaving behind only claw marks on the horse's legs. Um, this creature had seen by others as well. Uh, the wife of a local police officer reported a similar creature at Skinwalker Ranch, and a different visitor to the ranch spotted a brutish animal that ran a hundred yards in a matter of seconds and roared loudly. Um, that is no animal. Uh, yeah. Uh, that is an alien. That is an alien werewolf monster. <laughs> um, just after the Sherman family moved into the ranch, they were approached by a huge wolf in the middle of Utah. Uh, it left the family alone, but not long after showing up, the wolf attacked a calf. The rancher ran out and struck it with a stick, attempting to get it to stop attacking the calf. Oh my calf. god. No. Yeah. Why would you... No. Also, you let your dogs run out in the middle of nowhere, but like, you're, you're getting gonna, in the middle of this you're wolf battle. you going to a wolf with a stick? Yeah. yeah. You dummy. Uh, when this clearly didn't work, he shot the wolf with a... I'm going to say this wrong because I don't know anything about guns. A point three five seven Magnum? Mm-hmm. Three fifty seven. I don't know. A gun. Which also <laughs> You're produced asking the wrong person. No results. Uh, the wolf was shot two more times then with the Magnum and then several more times with a hunting rifle. So at this point, they've shot this thing like a bazillion times. And it's still not down. Yep. The wolf, entirely unfazed, left of its own accord. The rancher followed the tracks, which simply came to an end as if the wolf ceased to exist in the middle of it walking away. <sighs> this all happened to the one family. Yep. In two years. Oh. Uh, poltergeist activity was also reported by the Sherman family. Woo-woo! Yep. Shortly after the run-in with a bulletproof werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down and I thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> according to a segment on Coast to Coast AM, a paranormal radio news program, which we need to check out. Hell yeah. Uh, the matriarch of the Sherman clan stated that she often came home with groceries, unpacked them, put them all away, and then would come back to her kitchen and find all of her food repacked in a shopping bag. Everything away. Um, the family also reported missing or moving objects, such as um, a random hairbrush from the bathroom, would be found in the freezer. Hmm. Uh, the Shermans heard voices and languages they did not understand and constantly saw shadow figures throughout their home. Why did they stay there? For two years of this? I know. So, and like, blatant? Just last week, we were talking about the Lutzes, who only made it, yeah. like, 28 days. Yeah. And we're like, smart get out i know and this stuff is like right there they must have gotten an amazing deal oh they had to have um (laughs) there is a figure that lurks in the area of the farm referred to as the dark one uh sightings of him are extremely rare he's believed to be a human trapped in an alternate timeline those who have seen the dark one describe him as a silent native american peering through the portal to another dimension some people also believe that he was the one that opened up the portal in the first place yeah. I don't know. Stuff's all crazy. Okay, so alternate timelines make me think of Interstellar. Have you seen Interstellar? No. Matthew McConaughey? Oh my god, I dude, don't think I have. You need to. Is and it Jessica old or is Chastain, it newer? it's new. Oh yeah, I haven't. Oh my god, it's so good. My husband and I cry every time we watch it. Oh, I'm in. It's like they send... I won't even tell you. You I have to space. watch it. Interstellar. If you haven't seen it, please do. 
My husband has only cried like five times since Ever? I've met him. <laughs> One was when our baby was born. Aww. One was when we watched the season finale of Lost, which he had seen before. <laughs> And one was during Interstellar. That's amazing. Yeah. That's the same as Tommy. I think I could count on one time. Yeah. The of times I've seen my wife cry yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, and I was like, he cried more during the finale of Lost than he did when Harper was born. Oh my God. And I was like, Chris, this doesn't bode well. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. We can say whatever but we want. But he texted me the other day and he was like, how long until we can watch Lost again? And I was like... It is the golden age of television. There are so many yeah. shows to watch. We're not watching Why Lost again. Why are we watching again? Lost again? <laughs> this is like a three-month commitment. Oh, yeah. And it's confusing. Like, I can watch Gilmore Girls from start to finish nine times. And it's, it's fine. Because it's, can... so, it's... Remember those chicken soup for the soul? Yeah. That's that's what that's Gilmore it. Girls yeah. is in it's TV form. It's easy. These are like your friends. Yeah. It's still smart enough that I don't feel like I'm totally wasting my time watching it. I want to make a Stars Hollow t-shirt. I want to live in Stars Hollow. It doesn't exist. I know. I don't want to talk about it. It's <laughs> the scariest thing I've ever really, heard. I like, the, the first season I googled, does Stars Hollow exist? Because mm-hmm. not only does it have the best name, mm-hmm. but it just seems like the sweetest, happiest yeah. place to live. The cutest. Yeah. I guess it is modeled after some Connecticut town. But this isn't a Gilmore Girls podcast. That's for our next podcast. (laughs) We have like five in the pipeline right now. We're working on it. Um, Back to Skinwalker Ranch. Sorry. UFO sightings are the most commonly reported phenomenon at Skinwalker. Uh, The Shermans state that they saw several unexplained aircrafts, blinking lights, heard strange voices speaking all their worldly languages. Um, This is my favorite part. One member of the family claimed that they would go outside and they would see doors mysteriously appear in the middle of the air closed shut but you could see the outline of the door with an almond like a light glowing behind it Whoa. and every now and then the door would open up and a light would shine through and then it would close and it would disappear um another time a family said the family said they saw their entire cornfield just light up mysteriously in fi- like in flames no just like a bright light like the whole thing glue like, there was, like, lights everywhere. Glue is also not Glue or glowed. glowed? I was just thinking, I was like, I have an English degree. I can make up words. <laughs> it's part of the thing when you graduate. So Shakespeare did. Yeah. They once saw a UFO larger than two entire football fields hanging around and then went up back into the air. What did it, what, like a saucer? Yeah. Wow. Like a giant saucer. Saucer. Um, <laughs> also claimed to see alien figures that were over seven feet tall wandering around the farm. Get out of there! I know. I can't, like, all these things that they've seen, they stayed for two years. Didn't they have kids? Yeah. <laughs> the kids saw all, all these right, things. All right. Uh, the Sherman family would often wake up in the morning to find their fields flattened out in triangular patterns or neat, perfectly proportioned spherical holes dug into the earth or crop circles. Hmm. Um, Joshua Hicks, a teacher who claimed to have seen a UFO in the area, believed that about half of the local population had seen a UFO at some point in this town. Wow. Um, in 1996, the family had finally had enough, <laughs> thank God, and vacated their home. Uh, later that year, billionaire Robert Bigelow, who is the hotel millionaire, he owns the Budget Suites line. Oh. He bought the ranch for $200,000 and made it the home of the paranormal research group called the National Institute for the Discovery of Science, or NIDS. Good <laughs> idea. <laughs> That just scared your dog. <laughs> oh, you coming over here. Nids. 
Um, NIDS terrible. operated until 2004. Um, the organization. Oh, no, it's gone? Yeah. Bummer. Just, they studied just the farm for a very long time and then shut down. Um, it was later replaced by the Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies Program. A.K.A. more alien stuff. A.K.A. Bass. Oh, yeah. Bass. <laughs> anyway. Terrible acronyms. Oh, yeah. Bigelow's findings uh, were that UFOs in the area were not consistent with current military aircrafts. So, yeah, they were real. In 2007, a secret unclassified government program began investigating UFOs at the program had $22 million budget, and its findings were never published. Ooh. Uh, last little bit. According to reports by local media, um, Adamantum Real Estate acquired the Skinwalker Ranch in April of 2016 and has since encountered many issues with trespassing. No shit. Yeah. We have so many problems with trespassers and people down here and vandalism. It's just very, very scary. Now caretaker of the property. That's what scares them? <laughs> the Those pesky kids. I'm very scared of them. But that is Skinwalker Ranch. That's fucking cool. That's a very cool fear. Thank well, you. I'm sorry you're afraid of it. Hauntings, ranches, people, trespassers, kids. I'm scared of all of it. All of it. Yep. Okay, so mine is a little more personal. Ooh. I know we've talked about it on past episodes, but I'm going to talk about night terrors. Yes! I myself am a fairly frequent sufferer of night terrors. I am curious to know exactly what a night terror is okay. described as. So, from the Mayo Clinic. Uh, a night terror, also known as a sleep terror, are episodes of screaming, intense fear, and flailing. Oh my god. While still asleep or like half asleep. I definitely flail. <laughs> a lot of that. Also known as night terror, sleep terrors often are paired with sleepwalking. Like sleepwalking, sleep terrors are considered a parasomnia. Ooh. Which is an undesired occurrence during sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> a sleep terror episode usually asks, lasts from seconds to a few minutes, but some episodes may last longer. Oh my god. That sounds awful. Uh, mine have always only been a few seconds. Can you imagine like, like... A minute? Yeah, that's awful. No. Have you ever slept walk? Yes. I never have. But Tommy, my wife, does like the weirdest shit in her sleep. Really? She... She, like, sits up. She moves around. I woke up to her once shaking my shoulders and screaming in my face. I thought we were dying. And then she just laughed and rolled over. She was sleeping. I think she's, she's, what's it called when you have night terrors, but you do them to someone else? Because she's doing that to me. I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it's a new phenomenon. Yeah. You, you should write a book on it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, Christopher has seen me have them several times, but he sleeps so hard that oh, he yeah. forgets. Yeah. And so last, like, I'll, in the morning, I'll be like, sorry about the whole screaming, screaming and running <laughs> thing. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, it's, you guys are perfect. <laughs> no, but I want validation. I, I, I want, like, I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah. You can take it easy today. Because it keeps it's you awful. up for the rest of the night, you well, know? And I'm sure also, like, having your heart going. Oh, and my like, God. Yeah, you're, you can't go back to sleep. It's not well-rested sleep. Totally. Yeah. Okay, so back to the Mayo Clinic. 
Sleep terrors differ from nightmares, obviously. Mm -hmm. The dreamer of a nightmare wakes up from the dream and may remember details, but a person who has a sleep terror episode remains asleep. Oh. But it feels like you're awake. Yeah. Like, this is a really random one. So I used to always go home to my parents' house during finals in college. Yeah. Because they lived in a suburb of Chicago, and it was easier for me to study there. Oh, yeah. Um, and cheaper and food and all, yeah. you know. All the comforts um, of home. Yeah. <laughs> so I was in my childhood bed, and the stress of finals was clearly, I was yeah. very, I'm, I loved school, y'all. Mm-hmm. I was super into school. And I was laying down, and my eyes opened, and do you, this is going to sound super stupid. Do you remember the boss from Super Smash Bros? I never played Super Smash okay. Bros. Okay, well, it, I think it, it's this giant floating hand. Oh, yeah, I do know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, And that was above me. And I just saw it, and it was kind of like just floating, floating. Smack me in the face. Oh my god, that's so scary. It was scary, and I literally... That, like, made my heart go just yeah, thinking about and that. and I ran down the hallway to my parents, screaming, blood-curdling, screaming. Yeah. And by the time I got to their door, I was like, oh, I was asleep. Oh my god. Yeah, and my parents were like, you okay? Like, that, at that point... <laughs> yeah, they, they knew. To, yeah. At one point, my brother even texted me... Was he was like, this had happened to your brother. No. So my brother was in the basement at the time. Like, we all were coming and going mm-hmm. through that house, as as children do to their parents. Um, and he was like, should I call 911? I don't want to go up there if there's, oh. like, a murderer. Yeah. And I was like, no, nope. no, I'm fine. Just go back Just to sleep. Just a night terror. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's awful. Yeah. Also, quick side segue mm-hmm. but not really do you remember in i think it was in super mario they had like um what's the super mario kart mm-hmm. on the rainbow road they would have the big bomb people that would crunch yeah, across yeah. the road i was driving really late at night with one of my friends we've oh, been no. at a festival all day she we were trying to get mushrooms. home <laughs> oh no this is like when i was younger so i was like totally sober yeah we're driving. I was like so tired. I was so sleep deprived. And I remember looking over on the side of the road and I was so sleep deprived that I think I was hallucinating. And I saw one of those like chomp bomb things like swear to God, it was existing and real in the world. Chomp its way across the road and keep going. And I was like, I think I need to pull over. And yeah. I pulled over and made my friend drive. Good. And I was like, call. was I asleep? Was I awake? But like, I saw that thing. Yes. It was just a weird Super Mario no, hallucination. And that is very um, consistent with the night terror because they often happen in Twilight. Yeah. Like, okay. I often have them as I'm falling asleep. Yeah. Like, so. That's when I get sleep paralysis. Yes. Yeah. Same. So, Chris and I don't even sleep in the same room anymore because. I oh no! Because they're so bad. I have such bad sleep problems, dudes. That's like I, first of all, can't fall asleep for shit. I take like three different medications. Yeah. Um, which is bad. I know. I, I also do the tea. I do the oils. I do the face mask. Like, yeah. I do it all. I have had a sleep problem since I was born. Mm-hmm. Ask my mom. I'm the same way. I've always yeah. had trouble going to sleep. Yeah. And it takes me over an hour. And so 
Chris is like, I can't, I can't do it. Like, because I I'm tossing and turning and I'm the same reading way. and like doing, doing all of it. During weeknights, it's the same thing. Tommy and I will sleep in separate beds mm-hmm. because she goes to bed super early. Because she's up, up so super early. early. Right. And I like, fuck, you know, yeah. dick around the house for forever until I'm like gonna fall asleep because yeah. it takes me so long. I'm well, see, way. me, like, I'll get into bed so early because I know how long it's gonna take yeah. me and I know how much sleep I need to function because I am a slug. Like, I need, like, at least eight, eight and a half hours. Oh, me too. Um, the older you get, the worse it gets. I know. I need, like, nine to feel like a normal person. I know. And if I get, like, seven, I'll get up. And I'll do, I'll do my thing, but I will not be happy about it. <laughs> right. And Chris has even said, like, you were the, I have never met someone so affected by sleep. Yeah. Like, he can tell when I've had less than seven hours. Yeah. Because he's crazy. like, your anxiety's heightened, mm-hmm. like, you're quiet, like, yeah. everything. And I'm like, it's because I can feel everything. Yeah. I can awesome. feel everything. <laughs> um, oh, I get it. So, <laughs> I just specifically remember more of these happening in our old apartment. We had, like, a one-bedroom in Logan, and <laughs> the couch was, like, the living room was right next to the bedroom, and I would just come out and, like, scream and wake up. Like, my screams w- oh my would wake me up. Yeah. And Chris would look at me and be like, what's happening? And I'm like... Oh, nothing. And, like, slowly... That's awful. ...back into my room. Sorry. Yeah. And so, the first one I remember ever happening, I was still sharing a room with my twin brother, so I had to be, like, five or six. Yeah. Um, and we had two twin beds, you know. Yeah. Mine... As twins do. As twins do. I didn't even think about that. Um... (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. My bed was furthest from the door. Yeah. And his was closest. And I remember waking up, and this was probably one of the longer ones that I had, and it really stuck with me. Um, I remember, like, waking up and being really, I think I talked about this, I was really cold and really scared, like, for no reason. And I looked towards the door, and there was, like, this... The only thing I can describe it as is, like, a jackal. Oh, Like, do you see 13 Ghosts? Yeah. That's it's what it looked like. One of my and favorite it, movies. Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> Don't watch it now. It'll it's ruin terrible. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was great at the time. Uh, Love Matthew Willard. Oh, God, me too. <sighs> the best. Um, so... This jackal was literally That's like so imagine a hockey goalie like oh, no. guarding no, 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 the no, door. No. That's what it was. This and is so my new nightmare. <laughs> I literally had to turn on the lights and run out of the room and Danny was like, Hey, like what's oh. going on? Yeah, and and it I can still picture it. That's like so, it's one of my so scary. earliest memories. And now they've debunked it, but like it, back in the day, when I, well, I've always, like, been going to therapy and all, uh, my mom was like, never tell people that you see these things, or else they're gonna think you're, oh. like, schizophrenic. Yeah. And they're, and back in the day, they used to say night terrors were a precursor for schizophrenia, which they, they're definitely not. Especially, I think now, in, in the stress era. Mm-hmm. 
They're so common. Oh, yeah. And well, they, like, clockwork would happen during finals. I I used to have stress-induced nightmares. I, yeah. I, not night terrors specifically, but I would have the same reoccurring nightmare mm-hmm. every time when I was stressed out. It was mm-hmm. very gruesome and very violent. Yeah. And I also, I, I see shadow people a lot. No! And I, I notice it's heightened when I'm very anxious and very aware of everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with that. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it was... Definitely, like, yeah, stress-induced. Mm-hmm. So, now the Mayo Clinic says, uh, oh, this is, okay, during a sleep terror episode, a person may begin with a frightening scream or shout, sit up in bed and appear frightened, stare wide-eyed, sweat, kick and thrash, be able, be hard to awaken, and be confused if awakened, be inconsolable, oh have little or no memory of the event the next morning, which never was the case for me. It was always the other way around. You're like, oh, God. Chris didn't. I remembered <laughs> everything. Chris was like, what? What happened? <laughs> oh, to be able to sleep so soundly. I know, right? He and Harper, like, thank God Harper got yeah. that from him. That's why we're scared of having another one, because Harper sleeps, like, 12, 13 hours a night. Oh, that's amazing. I know. And we're <laughs> like scared. Dream. Yeah. You we're... know if you have a second one, that one's going to be the one that wakes up Never. every two She's going to get the... I'm convinced I'm only having girls. So she's going to be the one who stays Screaming awake all the, the time. Way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, went to see a doctor. <laughs> we're on the Mayo Clinic. Went to see yeah. a doctor. Occasional sleep terrors aren't usually a cause for concern. If your child has sleep terrors... You can simply mention them at a routine well-child exam. However, consult your doctor if sleep tears become more frequent, routinely disrupt the sleep of a person with sleep tears or other family members. Oh. Well, why would I go to the doctor for that? Yeah. Like, it's his problem. <laughs> um, lead to safety concerns or injury, which... I was going to ask, have you ever hurt yourself? No. Never. Um, Because I always, no, I'm always aware. Yeah. Like, I'm always in my bedroom. I always see. You know, you just need to get out of your room. I just, I just get up and I, but I, like, it's like I can't help the scream that is escaping my throat. Oh my gosh. Like, sometimes I feel like the neighbors are going to call the police. Like, something's happening down there. (laughs) Because there was one time that I was literally awakened by my scream and I didn't think my body could produce such a sound. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was like a horror movie scream. I can't picture like, you screaming at all. I know. Something. I think it's because you're like, it's the same that you have like a, a lower voice. Yeah. You're very calm and you talk. <laughs> no, and that's why I was so like, oh. and that was the one where Danny had texted me and he was like, oh yeah, what's happening? I'm getting murdered. Because <laughs> I literally, that was one where I, there are some times where I can just sit up and be like, okay, that was it. Mm-hmm. And lay back down and kind of calm down, maybe yeah. pop a clonopin, yeah. be all right. Um, but there are some that you're, like, left shaking oh. and, like... I can't stop thinking about this jackal goalie move thing you're talking about. Like, and I was, like, I was, like, five or six. Oh, that's awful. Five or six. And I had, I remember I had to, like duck past it and turn the lights on because the lights were right by the door as they always are and it was just terrible it's not true i lived in an apartment once where none of the light switches were by any of the doors and it was awful what a flaw in construction garbage bag apartment there was also no (laughs) outlets there was like four outlets in the kitchen that was literally it that's what ours are these are 
I have I have all my Halloween decorations. Yeah, up. it looks it looks amazing in here. <laughs> we're we're chilling. There's spiders. I know Jen's afraid of spiders, but we're chilling in Halloween town. Yeah, we're chilling I'm in actually Halloween not town. Scared of spiders unless they try to crawl embedded. In my skin. Yeah, embedded spiders. Yeah. She's afraid of. Which you should check out that episode. It's super creepy. It's disgusting. I apparently <laughs> made a lot of people sick while they were trying to eat. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I've also heard of this when people nap during the day on their backs. Yeah. They are prone to having tear, like um, sleep paralysis. A, a huge chunk of my sleep paralysis, like 90% of it, has been either if I've taken a nap during the day, which I don't do very often, or when I, like, in the morning if I wake up to go to the bathroom and then try to go back to sleep. Yes. That's when it happens. Like, always. It's never happened to me in the middle of the night. It's Dude, always during that time. I feel so bad for you if you're about to, you know, get pregnant and have a baby. Oh, God. You're never going to make it through the night without peeing again. Oh, no, it's going to happen to me forever. I never, ever, ever it used also, to get up without peeing, and now I do it at least twice a night. It also scares me because if we do end up having a baby at some point and I get real pregnant, my way to, like, stop sleep paralysis is to flip onto my stomach because it never oh, happens to no. me on my stomach. If I get pregnant... Can't do that. No, I have to sleep on my side or my back. Oh, my God. I'm going to sleep standing up. I'm going to get, like, a coffin. I'm sorry. And I'm going to put it in the corner of the room and I'm going to sleep need to, like, like a vampire. I to, freak you out. <laughs> oh, I'm scared now. Get pregnant. Oh, trying. Okay, so back to these anecdotes. Yeah. So this one is called, I still don't believe. Dun, dun, dun. Which, skeptics, I respect you, but I also hate you. Same. Open up your mind a little. Yeah, dude. My husband included. He um, firmly believes that ghosts don't exist, even though he's seen them in his parents' house. Oh my god. And he refuses to go to haunted houses or scary movies. How is he related? To Ellie? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She got the right brain, or she got the left brain, he got the right. That sounds right. Totally. He's scientist, measurements builder, like, everything. And she is, like, creativity, Mm -hmm. you know, whimsy, all that. Tommy is, like, construction, smart, like, straightforward. and It's yin and yang, dude. When we started our podcast, I was like, what are you scared of? And she thought long and hard about it and went, nothing. <laughs> I was like, I'm literally having an entire, no, but you know what? my phone it's... a million long, and she's not scared of anything. I believe it. Yeah. She doesn't look like she's scared of No, anything. Tommy's a hard ass. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I still don't believe. Just in case the title didn't give it away. Mm-hmm. For the record, I have zero belief in the paranormal. And I believe what I'm about to tell you is simply a product of the amazing human brain. Oh, I hate this person already. Boring. (laughs) I understand if people think otherwise, but it doesn't mean that the whole ordeal hasn't creeped me out. Because it did and it still does. I work overnight (gasps) at a funeral home. Oh my god. I babysit the place all by myself all night. If someone croaks, I'm there to answer the phones and dispatch someone for the body. Oh, my God. I clean up a bit and get things ready for the funerals the next day. Even with my few duties, I end up with a few hours to kill every night. I'm not supposed to sleep on the job. That said, sometimes I do. Oh, my God. (laughs) I will either doze off at the desk or I will go to one of the couches and take a power nap. Other than the handful of bodies 
I'm alone oh all night long. Where do you sleep? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're a skeptic, but wouldn't that still creep you out a little bit? Yes. Oh. It should. Oh. Other than the handful of bodies downstairs, I'm totally fine. No, thank you. Um, weird thing is that my night terrors are pretty common for me when I fall asleep at work. Then stop doing that. <laughs> um, okay, so sometimes people show up at the funeral home unannounced, and I think this is the reason that I have them, because I don't have them at home. When this happens, first I hear music, and I find myself lying there with my eyes wide open, and I would begin to hear the music loudly and vividly, and it's always Christian gospel music, like stuff you would hear on the radios, you know, like those churches that play rock music. Cool music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it always sounded like it was coming from inside my skull. Oh my god. Particularly in my mouth. No, 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 this happens to me. I know it sounds stupid, but at one point I looked up the lyrics on Google with no results, and the weirder things started happening. Sometimes I would think I heard someone walking towards me from one of the hallways. Fearing that an employee had showed up, I would always fight my terrors and wake up, but the sounds of footsteps were gone. After that, I would feel foolish for getting tricked by some dream. The sounds the music went oh, the sounds and music went on for months. One night, I was really tired and was napping on the couch, and I slipped into my state. It's my weird. State? This must happen to him a lot. Yeah. Like, if he knows. I feel like you should stop sleeping at work if this keeps happening to you, because uh, that's horrifying. Fuck it, why would you ever sleep in a funeral home? Mm-mm. Unless it, you're in Six Feet Under and you live there. Yes, I was just thinking that. <laughs> Which I, I need to give that a rewatch. Oh, God, I was so too good. young the first time. So good. Um... <clears throat> So I decided, screw it, I'm not getting tricked again for the millionth time. But to, com- to my complete surprise, a man came walking in from the direction of my head, coming into my field of view and stopping next to me. Ooh. There was nothing memorable about, memorable about him, just a white male wearing a normal dress shirt and slacks, except for one thing. His face and head were obviously there, but I wasn't able to see anything, which happens to me. Oh my god! It's like a blur. Like, you like can't make out yeah, the there are no features, but there's a figure there. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah. And then he said, to my horror, he reached out and poked me in the forehead. Oh. And let out some kind of sinister chuckle, more like if he was laughing. That's what a chuckle is, guy. These are so badly, (laughs) these are so poorly written. I should have done my homework. Um, And then I made myself wake up. So this is always the anatomy of a night terror for me. I see someone, it comes towards me, and then it takes its time, and then it touches me, and I wake up and I scream. Oh my god. Yeah, always. And I can, and I'm seeing it happen. I'm obviously asleep, yeah. but I'm in my room. Like, I'm in my room. Yeah. You feel you like you're awake. You know where everything is. Yeah. yeah. It's um, familiar. Oh, it's so scary. Um, in that one, though, he was talking about hearing music, and this has been something weird that's been happening to me for as long as I can oh, remember. out of your mouth. I, but when I lay down in my pillow, I can hear music, and it, it's been happening to me since I was very, very little, because I remember the very first time it happened to me, and I wasn't at home. 
It's happened to me everywhere I've ever been, in a hotel and whatever. But when I lay down on a pillow, I very faintly hear music. And it's different styles of music every time. I've heard classical things. I've heard where it sounds like someone's listening to, like, rap or party music. Or I've heard singing. I, I hear music very softly. And then when I lift my head up from the pillow, I hear nothing. And then I put it down again. And I don't know. This has been happening to me for a very long time. And I'm, I'm awake. I'm not sleeping. That's... It's super interesting because a lot of times, I think even just during the day, I feel like I hear music. Yeah. Mine's always when I'm sleeping, though. It's only when I have my head down. And it always sounds to me like it's coming from, like, a floor below me. Mm-hmm. And so, you so know. it's muffled and, like. I remember the, well, the first time I was at a sleepover and I thought, like, oh, it's late for my friend's parents to be, like, having people over. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah. But yeah. Like I, the I, exorcist. I, I, yeah. Exactly. And went out and I peed. <laughs> On the floor. Uh-huh. In front yes. of everyone. Okay, so the last story I'm going to tell is from the Washington Post. Mm. And it's from the parenting column. Oh. So it's like fairly serious. Yeah, that's awesome. So, the piercing scream wakes me up from a dead sleep. As I stumble down the hallway, bumping into walls to get my tra- to my child... As quickly as possible, I hear the next phrase already beginning. No, you can't have her. Leave me alone. Stop. Stop. It's a one-sided argument from hell, filled not with anger or annoyance or even consciousness, but simply fear. Oh, my God. My baby is petrified, and she's all alone. Oh, can you imagine your mom thinking this? Oh, my God, she has, and she's told me this. That makes me sad. And she has always been like... I don't know what I can do. I don't know what yeah. I can do. Like, you are so terrified, but there is, it's your brain. What can I do? Oh. I know. My mom. I love you, mom. She listens. I love oh. you. I love you, mom. Okay. I love you, Kay. <laughs> uh, even though I'm in the room now, lifting her up, sitting her on my lap, she can't see me. She can't feel me. She is lost. I'd, eyes wide open, seeing things that aren't there. Awake in her sleep, but not present. She's having another night terror. So this is on the side of the people that stay asleep. I always wake up. I always wake up because my terrors always make contact with me. You know. Um, and that's what wakes me up. That it, I think it is almost the sleep paralysis thing where I don't move until something, something make contact. Engages. Yeah. yeah. Night terrors affect only a small percentage of children, according to the Mayo Clinic, hey which, hey we already talked about. Hey, Mayo Clinic. Uh, it's classified by the American Psychiatric Association as a psychological disorder, Oh. and it's known as parasomnia. Okay, so terrors happen during non-REM sleep, uh, usually the first third of the night, and they're typified as arousal disorders. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Medical professionals say there's nothing a parent can do to alleviate the terror, so we're just supposed to leave the child alone. Mm-hmm. Which is true. Is it's it, like, don't wake a sleepwalker. sleepwalker. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it is very true. I've never had a, um, a night terror in the middle of the night. It's always been, like, either an hour after I've fallen asleep or, like, yeah. As that, I'm falling that, asleep, that yeah, sleep. it's never, or in the morning, I've ha- I've had them in the morning, 
like as you're kind of waking up and you're in REM Mm -hmm. and you're having those crazy dreams and you're like in and out. My sleep paralysis. Totally. This author says, I can't. I can't watch her sit up stark straight and shout in abject horror against foes she cannot escape. Seeing her thrash and tremble is too much for me to bear. I don't blame her. Yeah. Each time I bring her into the light of the living room with me, crushing her to my chest, I sweep back her sweaty hair and I wonder if I'd been kind enough to her that day. Our parents' way of like taking on. I know. Had we argued at all? Had I made her feel heard? Had I made her feel loved? My daughter can't see me or hear me right now, so I make it count. Or so did I make it count when she could? The National oh. Institute of Health says stress, tension, or conflict exacerbates occurrences of these terrors. As she cowers in fear at the demons attacking her mind's eye, I face my own demons. Those of an inadequate mother. Oh, God. I know, but I get it. Like, my mom, she, when I would run screaming into mm-hmm. her room, she would hold me and be like, what, what can yeah. I do? Like, what, what can I do? Of course, it's your child. Yeah. You want to, like, like, take that away from And especially them. because it, it's truly fight or flight, and it is like, so, preliminary studies show a correlation between night terrors and the abnormal night breathing, which I still need to do a, a sleep study because I'm positive I have sleep apnea. I was because I always, that. I always wake up, like, yeah. breathing like that. So, I'm po- almost positive. Do you think this a... is all coming from a point where you're, like, about to die? And you're yeah. seeing some shit? Yeah. And then you come back to life? Yes. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Because you're being deprived of oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. Other research, which studied twins... Oh, see? hey Showed a genetic link of the disorder. But the author has identical twins. And only one has night terrors, which is the same... Yeah. Well, well no. Danny actually has had them. He has had them, but they're physical. Are you guys identical? Like, no, you can't so. be identical if you're male and female. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing. Biology. As gender fluid as we are these days, you can't be that yeah. fluid. He is... I am flight, and he is fight. Mm-hmm. His... He had a night terror and, like, got his roommate into a headlock. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's... It's kind of amazing. I know. So it's definitely genetic. I, from doctors I've spoken to, they say it is a more and more common occurrence. People are afraid to talk about it because, as I said before, they don't want to tell doctors that they're seeing seeing things. Right. And especially during sleep, there's such a thin veil between your dreams and your surroundings and I feel like it's so easy to just break that boundary when you're stressed when you're sleep deprived when you're um you were over caffeinated like the stimul you were overstimulated that day all of that can happen and it it's no coincidence right yeah it's no coincidence that this would always happen to me during finals Mm -hmm. Or when I was pregnant. Yeah. Or, like, 
you know. big things like weighing on you. Yeah. yeah. So night terrors, I mean, if you have them, don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. They're scary as fuck. I'm not going to say that they're them. not. Yeah, but you should talk about them. And, you know, you might not need to see a doctor, but me, myself, I do. And I got some drugs to mm-hmm. knock me out. Yeah, get, get some help. <laughs> Yeah. Never be scared to ask for help if something is... That bad. That bad, yeah. Well, and especially if it happens frequently. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it happens once or twice, I'm very sorry. It's really scary. Yeah. But, like, if it's happening all, all the, time, the time, go see someone, please. Yeah. Um, as someone who has had them my whole life... I kind of know, I can bounce back from them very easily now. Well, you're used, I mean, as awful yeah. as it is, you're used I'm to I'm used it. to them, yeah. and my husband obviously doesn't, he's like, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I literally will run out of the room and stop myself and kind of, like, walk back into my room and be like, I'm fine, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> um, but, like, don't put yourself through that. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Ever. About anything. <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Live your life. Yeah. Okay, so as we do, we're going to close it out. What have you been watching? Um, Slash reading, because yeah. we've been talking about books. Oh my god. I, so watching-wise, uh, I watched the first episode of the new Purge TV show. <gasps> Is it good? I, I don't have FX. It's the very first episode. I s- stole my mother's cable login and watched it. Dude, um, I need to do that because a, uh, American Horror... My mom will American give you Really? Yeah. Because American Horror Story is about to start. Yeah, see, I, you know, I stopped watching a while ago, but I watched the seasons it's based on. Yeah. So I think I'm going to start again. Yeah. But The Purge Show. And it's the last one. Oh, yeah. The Purge TV show, I mean, we're just starting. I'm getting to know everyone. But I just, I fucking, I love the idea of it. Mm -hmm. The Purge is so I love the movies. but also realistic to me. No, I love the movies. I know. But I think I'm going to be, like, way into the TV show. Totally. So I'm I'm a big fan already. I'm excited to see where it goes. It's a limited release. Like, start to finish, I think, like, seven episodes, they said. So it's not going to be some, like, big bullshit thing. I'm into it already. Awesome. I hope. Oh, I'm so excited. How about you? Um, so I've been doing the 60... 60- 60 movies yeah in 60 days um i've watched some real shitters oh yeah did you watch that terrifier terrifier oh this thing kept popping up on my netflix we'll talk about that later it was oh my god no but i should no don't uh (laughs) (laughs) no but i i rewatched um the exorcism of emily rose yes so fucking good I so, need to rewatch it because I don't remember like if it? I liked it or not. Oh my god, she's well, she's like a fairly mainstream actress, right? I don't remember her name. I don't either. Um, but she like eats spiders and yeah, like okay, yeah, I that. okay, maybe and I she like does that like one. the one, two, three, four, yeah. five, six. You know, counting the demons that are inside her, and oh she my does god, the. Yes. <laughs> Okay, like I'm gonna I'm the, that. Yeah, it is so so good. It's on Netflix now. Hell yeah. I also watched uh the first fifteen minutes of the nun. Which oh, were yeah. great. <laughs> um and then I'm still ro- uh still watching Castle Rock. Have you oh, been I watching? watched the first episode. Which what do you I, think? I immediately liked it, but yeah. I've I've been reading Stephen King 
Forever. Way before I should be reading it. Same. So, Same. Picking up on all, like, the little references and just, like... Isn't it cool? I mean, in the first, like, 15 minutes, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. So, and that's why people are saying, oh, it's dull. Oh, it's dull. And I'm like, you, you don't, don't read Stephen yeah. King. You the don't show was read. made for us. Yeah. They call it the Stephen King multiverse. Yes. I, which I fucking... Called Love. my mom like the second I started watching it because she was on the lent me all the Stephen King books and I was like, you need to start watching this and she loves it so I'm in. Amazing. Yeah. The Cujo references, yes. like the Shawshank references, all Christine of it. References. Oh, so good. Yeah, perfect. Um, I'm wondering if they get into the stand. I hope so. I do too. It's my favorite. Oh my god. I. Also, well, in the opening credits, they yeah. literally go through, they go through it, they go mm-hmm. through the stand, they go through Cujo, they go through Christine. St- stand by me? Uh, the body. Er, yeah. 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 Oh, so good. Please watch it. Yeah. If you're a Stephen King fan. If you're not, it might take a little bit more to, yeah. to get it. But like, I've heard some friends who are like, I'm bored, I'm lost. And I'm like, and well, it makes sense. People, that it took a while that it gets good for them. Yeah, but they, I think if yeah. you've been a lifelong fan, there's a lot of like wink and nods. Totally. Oh which my I, god, I love. And so. I think he's a producer on it, which is yes, rare. He is rarely a producer on his stuff. Um, also, I'm excited because during my last podcast, we started talking about this. But I read a book that I'm obsessed with called Broken Monsters, and you just bought it. I did! So, I'm so excited. It's well, very good. The Shining Girls was such a unique book. And I just and it's, bought that. They're all set in Chicago, yeah. right? So, oh, is this one? This one, I think, is set kind of in a nothing. Okay. Nowhere. Well, the author's from Chicago. Yes. Uh, the Shining Girls is set in Chicago, and it's about this murderer that travels back and forward through time, yes. murdering girls that shine. Yes. Like, and it's like The Shining. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, yeah, and this, it is so beautifully written You're going to love awesome. this book. It was, I mean, it hooked me from the second it started, and it's all these different characters, and she builds them up so beautifully, and then they all start to come together, and, like, I couldn't put it down. Like, I... Oh, I'm so excited. I kept nearly missing my train stop because like yeah. I couldn't take my head out of my book and all of a sudden I'd look up and be like oh shit and like run off the train anyway go buy the book it's really fucking good yes um yeah so The Shining Girls and Broken Monsters Broken Monsters same author great books phenomenal alright you guys Yay. well so are you afraid of this podcast has we're on Instagram, on Facebook, uh, Gmail, all of it is Are You Afraid of This? Because it's too long. Yeah. (laughs) So Are You Afraid of This? Instagram, Gmail, Facebook, find us, add us, rate and review us if you want. We're still kind of a baby podcast, so it'll help. Yeah. Yeah. And you know us, find us at Googling Podcast on Instagram, at Googling Pod 666 on Twitter, uh, the GoolGangPodcast.com, and we would love a new rate and review. Yeah. We haven't gotten many recently. Rate and review them, too. Yeah. Um, and hey, if you love the Gang, come check us out. And if you love Are You Afraid of This Podcast, come check them out. Hell yeah. We're all friends here. 
We love sharing love. We do. Okay. Well, creeper real. Stay spooky. Woo! <laughs> Bye. Bye. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him two lips like roses and clover.